This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Thursday, May 17, 2012. I'm Caleb Brown. The Greek slide continues, and the path ahead for that country to get its ship back on course is clear. Unfortunately, it's far from clear that new elections to be held in a few weeks will finally give Greece the credible commitment it needs to bring down its runaway spending. Richard Braun, a senior fellow at the Cato Institute, comments. Something you mentioned to me before we started recording, which just kind of blew my mind. France has not published a balance sheet for its central bank yes. in how long? Well, they do the thing. Um, it's on a regular period that they do them. And I'm not quite sure what the time period is, but suddenly it's no longer on their website. And this indicates to you what exactly? It indicates that um, there is something they prefer the outside world not, not know. And I would guess they're probably a lot more in hock to the Germans than they would want to admit. But I don't, I don't know exactly what they're trying to hide. But if they weren't trying to hide anything, they would publish it as they always do. It would be on our website. What is the situation in Greece right now? We're, I mean, we're as we record this on a Wednesday afternoon, it seems like uh, there's a bank run in progress. Yes. And the Greeks have announced they'll have a new set of elections on June 17th. And between now and June 17th, Um, they won't pass any legislation, sort of nothing will happen, Um, and the situation will probably only get worse because the Greek people have indicated that they don't want any cutbacks. But the problem is there is no money. And it's like saying, like a teenager demanding money from you, but the drawer is empty, and then it's like children are having a temper tantrum because they want to have the same level of benefits they've always had, and nobody's going to give them the money, and they don't earn it. It's being said that the euro will leave Greece before Greece leaves the euro. Uh, And to the extent that there are a lot of euros that have gone into Greece, if there is a collapse, that money cannot be paid back. What what happens monetarily (laughs) in that situation? Well, we have several different situations here. One, Greece, of course, has been on the euro. And many Greek debts have been made in euros. But the Greeks can't pay the money back because they're not earning enough money. The same way, it's an individual who's spending $10,000 a month and earning $2,000 a month, and nobody will loan them the additional money, and they've got this big debt, and the euro debt, it's it's denominated in euros. Um, And if Greece pulls out of the euro, which it probably will, and produces its own currency, that own their new currency will not be uh, will will not pay off a euro debt. So um, everybody who holds euro denominated debt, uh, if you've loaned money to Greece in euros, you're in deep trouble. All right. So uh, this adjustment that these other countries would have to make this is a one-time serious painful situation. On balance, though. Is this a bit of shock therapy? That is, that is, you're having to deal with a, a serious problem. It's a one-time problem, and uh, and maybe the, is the, is the path clearer there after after a collapse in Greece? No, the path is not clearer because the Greeks have to bring down expenditures in line with income, and they have now both falling income and their expenditures are not declining. Well, I mean, they're They can't make the payments, but they haven't voted to really make the cuts. And uh, 
the only way they're going to finally get out is reduce government employment down to a level sustainable. First, they have to figure out what taxes they can actually collect and have some notion of how much that tax revenue is going to be. But as the economy has gone to collapse, of course, it's producing far less tax revenue than it even was before, and the tax revenue before was insufficient. So there's going to be, has to be a drastic reduction in Greek government expenditures, which means a drastic reduction in entitlements, pensions, government employment, and so forth. Now, you've got another interesting situation here, which the world really hasn't faced in recent years, is the Greek central bank has engaged in swaps with a lot of the other European central banks. Um, and the, uh, they, the Greeks owe the other national banks uh, more than $100 trillion in euros. Now, if they pull out of the euro, the Greek central bank has no way of earning euros to pay back the Germans, the French, the Italians, the Spaniards, whoever they owe the money to. And so those countries are going to take another 100, trillion, uh, 100 billion plus hit. And uh, it'll be sort of interesting to see what happens when a national bank goes bankrupt, which is the, the case that's going to happen. National banks normally do not go bankrupt because they print their way out. Well, the Greek National Bank cannot print euros. It can print a new currency, but it can't print euros, so it can't print its way out of the particular debt. Anyway, we're in uncharted waters, and it'll be very interesting to see how all this plays out. What are the incentives for a country like Germany that has been relatively responsible uh, with its uh, uh, fiscal uh, situation? They have a price to pay in Greece's collapse as well. But are there incentives such that they're going to contribute a lot more to their situation, or are, are they, have they cashed out, essentially? Well, I think at some point, Germany, if they haven't cashed out already, will have to. I mean, they kept extending some additional credit with the notion that Greeks would make the necessary reforms in order to generate enough income to pay them back, or at least partially pay them back. Increasingly, it is clear that this will not happen, and the Greeks... Uh, even if they wanted to at this point, they're not able to pay them back uh, or even a fraction of the amount of money. And it's sort of like if you've loaned a, a, a friend, an irresponsible friend, money, and the friend keeps saying, I'll pay you back, I'm going to reform, I'm going to get a job, I'm going to stop drinking all night and stuff, and your friend doesn't stop, how much longer do you go ahead and continue to extend them credit? At some point, you'll say, well, I'm sorry, you're my friend, but this can't go on forever, and it's not going to go on any further. And he says, well, if you don't continue, I won't be able to pay you back. And you say, well, it looks to me like you'll never pay me back anyway, so why would I send good money after bad? Richard Ron is a senior fellow at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work at cato.org.